Anyone with gas and electricity service in Minneapolis will see an estimated $1 monthly increase in their bills next year. The money from the slight hike will go toward helping people weatherize their homes and programs to reduce carbon emissions. It's part of the city's climate legacy initiative. Dave Oreck wrote about this for the Star Tribune. Hey, Dave, welcome to Climate Cast. Hi, thanks for having me. So break this down. How will this work and what is it for? It is uh, an increase to people's uh, gas and electric bills via the city's uh, franchise fee. And it's going to raise an estimated $10 million annually. This money is going to be uh, an ongoing funding source for a an ambitious plan that the city has to basically respond to and reduce uh, climate change and the city's contribution to it. In the, in the first year, next year, about half of the money is going to be spent on weatherizing old homes. And about half is going to be spent on basically creating uh, a city bureaucracy and infrastructure to uh, actually continue this plan moving forward. So the focus on weatherization, I know there's a lot of old housing stock in Minneapolis, right? Is that the intention there to make that more energy efficient? Yeah, that's right. We can talk about solar panels uh, all we like, but the fact is where we live at this latitude, we lose a lot of heat in the winter through drafts in our homes. And that is a big waster of energy for us. And across the city, they want to weatherize 40,000 homes by the year 2040. Tell us about the city's green zones that they've established. Where are they and how do they fit into the plan? Some of the worst ventilated homes or or worst insulated homes are in some of the poorest neighborhoods. And the city has uh, identified two areas, a north side and a south side green zone. These are um, areas that have historically been uh, not invested in or disinvested in. They tend to have a lot of uh, working class and lower income people and also a lot of communities of color. And so the goal early on is for the city-funded efforts, again, starting next year, about $5 million, um, to go toward targeting older homes in those areas. So weatherization is one part of this. How else does the city plan to reduce carbon emissions? There's a whole urban forestry program that's going to be funded by this. There's carbon sequestration, where they're actually going to create a a form of charcoal that can be used in the bedding areas of the city trees that will help both capture and hold carbon and make it more nutritious for the trees. And there is uh, money for locally grown uh, agriculture, as well as a whole series of ideas to increase the electric vehicle charging infrastructure across the city. Dave, the city chose the fee to fund this through gas and electricity hike. Were there other options available? Well, sure. The ultimate option is always property taxes. Um, But that was seen as as too distant from the problem itself. Uh, Remember, in the longer term, of course, uh, a lot of environmentalists, including the city, would like to decarbonize most of what we're doing in terms of energy use. And, And as you know, that involves... Uh, not relying not only on coal electricity power generation, but also on natural gas. And so if we're going to wean ourselves from natural gas, uh, it it makes sense to sort of tax the problem. And what's the cost-benefit analysis here for people? 
once you get this work done on your home, your energy costs are going to go down, and thus the amount of money that you're paying to fund this program will go down. So there's sort of a, a fairness logic to it. But there's a bigger logic here, a bigger reasoning, which is that, of course, uh, climate change is affecting everyone. And if, if the worst insulated homes, those who are the least energy efficient, are also owned and lived in by people who can't afford to fix them, well, what is everybody else going to do? It's in everybody's interest to get those that are leaking the most carbon, if you will, to get them better weatherized and make them more efficient. Dave Oreck with the Star Tribune, thanks for joining me on ClimateCast today. Thanks for having me, Paul. The U.S. Department of Energy says households consume 22% of total energy in the United States, and Americans spend more than $230 billion each year on home energy. But energy upgrades supported by plans like the one Minneapolis is rolling out can really save families an average of about $437 a year in heating and cooling costs. That means families can save more money and help reduce greenhouse gas emissions. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutton.